Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Paul. Oh, wait, no, I'm not Paul. Hey, welcome to Hey, It's Me, Paul. My name is not Paul. My name is Funky Sam Medina, but I am here with the man himself, the magician, the comedian, the great dude. Give it up for the very funny Paul Kilmer. How you doing, Paul? Oh, my God, I'm doing so well. How are you, Sam? I'm doing much, much better than I was earlier because I'm no longer at work. Yeah, that's typically how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Paul, um, so before we get into stories and talking about different things, I've heard a rumor about you, and I want you to tell me if it's true. Uh, I heard that you recently headlined a gig. Yes, two of them. Two? That's cool. So uh, how did everything go? Uh, it went good. Uh, the first gig was at a... Um, uh, uh, a senior day kind of thing. Uh, there were three comedians plus the hosts, and um, I managed to squeak out a Paul chant. And so, uh, you got a Paul chant? Is it you just said you got a Paul chant? Paul chant, yeah. Go. How did it sound? Paul, Paul, Paul. <laughs> um, uh, when you say senior day, uh, a little more specifically, uh, you're not talking about senior citizens, right? No, I'm talking about teenagers. Okay. I'm talking about high schoolers. That must be a very tough crowd. Actually, not really. They were super supportive of not just me, but all the comedians. I just think they were happy to have some live entertainment, and yeah, they really were very nice. I'm sure it's been a while. Uh, the second headlining was uh, for him and Brian. Um, was that in person? Uh, uh, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it was virtually. It was for a fundraiser they were doing. They let me headline uh, their fundraiser gig, which was nice. And uh, I did pretty well. Um, you know, it's funny because I always saw myself as kind of like an opener. But now I'm starting to learn how to do different parts in a comedy show. So, you know, it. I, you can put me on in the middle. You can put me on uh, in, in at the end or whatever you want. And you even hosted when we did that uh, cat mic. Yeah, really I cool. did. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, just... Uh, uh, I, I want to do that again. So I know you do, and I've been talking to Athena. We're gonna make it happen at some point. It's just okay. we're all really busy, even you. <laughs> Everybody is a little busy. Uh, you know that's the theme. It's like now that things are open and back up. Uh, uh, I don't think virtual comedy is going anywhere. I think it's very accessible, uh, but. It's fun to see just uh, like going into this place. It's fun to see everybody take pictures of themselves in their local scene. Um, it's really cool. Like not just not just me, but everybody in Displaced. It's uh, Displaced cool. Comedians is a Facebook group that us comedians flock to. Yeah, it was really just an outlet for all of us during the well, pandemic. It didn't start off as an outlet. It started off as a place for us to find mics and it kind of turned into an outlet. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. 
Sorry, I had to mute it there so I could sneeze. I'm allergic to uh, awesome people. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That's okay. I have Paul repellent. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what it is is that um, uh, I think everybody's going to take everything that they were doing on Zoom and directly apply it to their um, stage work. And it's going to be interesting because I want to compare the people who didn't do Zoom at all to the people who did do Zoom. Because when I go up on stage, I'm, um, I feel loose. I have new material that I'm working on. Everything's fresh. Um, I'm starting to book gigs out of state, both comedy and magic. Wow. But I mean, you know, you live on the East Coast, so out of state for you would be like, you know, not very far. Well, I mean... <laughs> I'll tell California, you what, Paul, the whole New England like a, area is probably smaller than California. Well, California seems like a huge place. So it, it really um, is. That's what I'm used to. See, that's how I grew up. I grew up where you can drive for hours and hours and hours, and you're still in California, you know? <laughs> Depending on what direction you go. Um, True. If you go up, you might be uh, in for a big surprise. <laughs> and uh, I... I I want to plan out a California tour and because I have I, me and you could probably do like a, a, a Paul and Sam hypothetical comedy tour. We can have a magical tour. Oh, yeah. Magic aesthetical. <laughs> I can oh. come out there for like a couple of weeks and we can just do show after show. Hey, that's the idea. That's the idea. So uh, update, quick update on my life. Um, so I still haven't done an in-person mic yet. I haven't done anything in person at all. But I'm booked for three shows in person. <laughs> that's awesome. Hell yeah, I'm excited. My first show uh, in, uh, in person is June 3rd. <laughs> and the other two are both in July. Um, where, where are they? Uh, so uh, June 3rd, I will be in Pacifica, California at Winter's Tavern. It's a Thursday. And then it was funny because somebody hit me up and said, hey, who else is on the show? And I said, Athena Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, no, I really don't know. And then check this out. So July 21st, 2021, uh, July, 20, July 22nd, 2019 we'll say that okay july 22nd 2019 athena and i both got back into comedy and we started using the name hypothetical comedy together mm-hmm. and so july 21st 2020 is going to be the hypothetical comedy two-year anniversary show at tommy t's comedy club oh nice mm-hmm. i'm excited about that and then july 28th um athena got booked on a, on a ladies night show and they're letting me do a guest spot <laughs> that's awesome yeah i don't know i was thinking about doing some gig where uh that was voted the ugliest lady on the lineup <laughs> you know, i'm the ugliest lady here you guys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean um definitely for me and i like right now i'm actively going out and trying to book new markets and um just get out there in front of people and I can, I can do what my thing and 
take all take all the crazy ideas that I came up with a year and a half ago and you know try to make them in reality like yeah when I do uh, I'm doing I have this uh for my children's magic show I had I had this crazy idea about making an orange disappear it's called the amazing vanishing orange by Paul magic Paul and um I used to a long time ago do a trick where I put googly eyes on a orange or a um, uh, any kind of piece. Sometimes it was an apple and the, the, the orange would help me do a trick or whatnot. And um, I, I kind of like it's, it's stuff like that separates me from other magicians. And the fact that like I take the most, well, one of my, um, trademarks is, is me just taking stuff that you would find like, like a banana or like, um, you know, a Pringles can or just like a spoon and doing magic with it. Yeah. Well, your, your magic wand is a Slim Jim. I've seen that. It is. And it, out of all of my gags that I've started doing the last couple of years, this Slim Jim, because that all stemmed from um, when I was a kid, my dad used to drop me off at 7-Eleven just for hours to play the video games. Okay, okay, that makes sense. And uh, he used to like, give me like... hours. Yeah, he used to give me like five bucks and I would get a like a, like a icy, like a hush puppy, which is like crushed ice. And then you would pump... Mm, slush, uh, the, slush puppy. Yeah. Yeah, I think isn't that right? And uh, I used puppies? to hit up that Mortal Kombat machine. Got sick, nasty at it. Oh, me too. I used to hella play Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, man, the original one. Yeah, that was that was good times, Paul. And um, so that stemmed from the fact that like, uh, some 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 wizards went to Hogwarts, but I went to the Seven Eleven School of mm. Magic. And that always made me laugh that it's just, I, uh, you know, cause uh, you know, it, uh, before it was a Slim Jim, it was a spoon. And before it was a spoon, it was a spatula because it make that word makes children laugh for no reason. It's like the word dong for adults. Dong is a funny word. And, um, or boob. Oh, you make boob. I have them. No, you are one, I mean. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, I have two. Um, I think men could have... I think men should have the same kind of terminology as women. Like, so it's like, oh, look at my pecs. No, no, you got boobs, bro. It should be the same for everybody. Ever go... Well, uh, the, I mean, never mind. I was going to say, there's a difference between boobs and pecs, but let's move on. Are there? Well, I mean, boobs are kind of naturally there. I mean, unless they're there. surgery, unless surgery happens, and and pecs are more uh, built. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's all the muscles yeah. in there. Look, I don't want to get it. I don't want to get canceled today. So let's let's um, let's let's move on. <laughs> or no, let's not. Um, let's not move on. Let's just keep talking yeah. about boobs and pecs. How about that? <laughs> 
<laughs> and then um so like I always in it really actually stemmed from I used to have like legitimate magic wand and I thought I put it in my magic case for a gig and I went to go grab it and it wasn't there. And why the hell there was a spatula in my case. So what I just what if you accidentally turned your magic wand into a spatula without realizing it? Yeah, I've done stuff like that. But I don't know what it is when you pull something out that's unexpected. It get canceled. Don't get canceled again, Paul. Um, when you pull something well, out. Well, it was never canceled. And uh, I would tell you to get your mind out of the gutter. But, you know. <laughs> This is I don't this is not a Paul uh me problem. This sounds like a funky San Medina problem. No. It's only um, audio Paul. I think it's funny. I, I'm just looking at your camera. It's completely dark out where I am, and I can see the sun coming through your windows here. It's pretty it's it, I, I love that's one of the things I love about Zoom is I get to see the different times I of wish, day. I wish the sun was a little lower though, so I can open the window more. <laughs> Because like if I had the window fully open, it'd be like, so how's Gizmo doing? Uh, she's doing really good. She's doing really good. She's getting dinner right now, so she's really excited about that. How's Taco doing? Let's talk about Taco. Well, yeah. How old is Taco? He's doing good. Uh, he's got a checkup in a couple of days. That's good. Kind of weigh him. Does he have any? Does he have any problems, or he's just gonna check up? He's got kitty herpes, but oh wow, he had that before we got him, and oh. we just kind of inherited it. Back in it basically makes days. his eyes all goo goopy, but we mm -hmm. feed him special cat food, um, and it clears it up. How old and is Taco? Right now, he's four. Now we okay. got him when he was like two months old. Oh wow! How did you uh, how did you acquire Taco the cat? Well, it's interesting. Uh, we got them from uh, the local humane society here. I think the Newington Animal uh, Humane Society, wonderful place. And uh, um, rescue pets, guys. Um, he was the last cat we got in before. This is before quarantine, but they could only have like three or four families in at a time. So they didn't overstimulate the animals. Okay, that makes sense. And we got there like an hour and a half before the place closed because I had a I had to go in and do a quick shift at the movie theater. And we got we went in there and Taco was there and it was like a first come first serve. Yeah. We filled out the paperwork. They ran background checks on us. You thought we were buying wow, background checks? Yeah, they thought we were doing background checks. There were two interviews. Wow. So just, you know, for the sake of completion, we got there. We filled out the intake paperwork. We filled out um, uh, another mm -hmm. set of paperwork. Mm -hmm. We had to give our IDs. They ran a background check on us. Like I said, it was like we were buying a gun. And, uh, and then um, the lady comes in. It's like... Uh, you have to pay, uh, it's, it's like, it's looking good. Uh, we're going to let you pay for the cat. And I says, uh, but do we have a guarantee that we'll get the cat? If we're paying for it, right. And she's like, 
technically it's more of a deposit while we make a decision. And I was like, that's a lot of money for me. Luckily it all worked out. Uh, it's sort of kind of like a sort of kind of deal, but it's just like, you know, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but all I know is that there was a background check and we gave them the money and, but I love the humane society because he was already neutered and they yeah. took really good care of him and he wasn't emaciated. And, um, you yeah, know, see, we got Gizmo for free because she was abandoned outside <laughs> of her house, but we had to pay to get her fixed. We had to pay for yeah. shots, you know, things like that. So it, it kind of does balance out. And she attacks you for no reason. Yeah. Look, can you see this? Oh, wow. oh, right on the palm. That sucks. You know, it's been there for like, this, this is like after like three days. Have you ever heard of cat scratch fever? I have. That's got to be the worst. Yeah, yeah. I never had. We just want enough. these animals to love us and <laughs> they don't. It's true, Paul. It's true. Um, Wow. So how long did, did you get Taco that day or did it take several days? Um, actually, it was funny. They had us come back the next day because they were basically like, okay, your background checks came back fine. We're going to process this. He'll be ready to go tomorrow at three o'clock. Hi, Theta. Hey, Paul. How you doing? Very good. How are you? We're talking about adopting animals. Oh, I like that. Did they give you a drug test? No, oh. Athena, when we got taco, they did a background check on us. Oh, dang. Yeah, they did. Yeah, both. They, they did under two interviews. <gasps> yeah, and we had to tell them how much we jointly made, and we had to sign a piece of paper saying that we wouldn't bring it, like we wouldn't abandon him, like we would bring him back to the... And I was like, we're not bringing them back. Oh, that makes me sad because that means that there's some people that do. Yeah, but we would never do that to Taco, no matter how many times he gets excited and runs through his food bowl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. He just get, he, he, he gets excited and runs through his water dish and his dry food. <laughs> He's like, literally, he steps in them? He, he'll, he'll run through them. And wow. it, it's, it's, it'll be like at three o'clock in the morning and like, I'll be sleeping or, uh, I'll, I'll be doing something. Cause I, I'm a night owl. And all I hear is crash. I looked <laughs> over and I was like, well, I guess I'm back. You, I'm that guy in my apartment complex. Vacuum at 3am. Yeah. They, they, and think, it's all, uh, they think you're on some kind of yeah. drugs, but you're just a, a cat dad. <laughs> I'm a cat owner. <laughs> because and it's so funny because anybody who owns a cat has a specific story that's unique to them and that's yeah. mine you know taco what, is such a, go, go ahead, ahead i'm sorry no, finish finish um you know taco is such a chill cat and he doesn't ask a lot but when he gets excited he just crashes into things i've never seen taco excited i've only seen taco chilling oh yeah well he most it's like he gets the zoomies and like oh, okay um, so right now I'm in, uh, Rebecca does art and obviously this is where I do my magic and, but also, uh, Taco saw, uh, summer condos in here. This is his giant cat tree. Oh, okay. And sometimes 
he thinks the door is open, so he'll run like head long into the door, thinking it's open. <laughs> and all I hear is, <laughs> and it's like Rebecca's like, you gotta leave the door open. And it's like, but I, you know how it is. You're doing a mic and like a commercial on YouTube is like uh, louder, the loudest thing you've ever heard, and then it just goes back to it. I don't want to be in the middle of my set, hit my punch, and just. And you need car insurance. You know, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't need, I don't need that. But, you know, but it's so funny because he waits for me because he doesn't want to be in here, but he does. But then he'll try to leave. Like he'll meow and I'll let him in and he'll look at me and then he'll walk out again. And <laughs> it's like, it's like a cycle. It's like, hey, I want you to do this thing for me, but you know, I'm just going to go do something else. It's like, okay, taco. I'm just going to do something else. You yeah, just so, open the door for nothing. So Gizmo, uh, she still does it sometimes, but not as much as when she was a baby. She'll put her toys in her water dish. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time cute. it's like a hair tie or like a little ball or something like that. But yeah, she puts, she used to always put her toys uh, in her water dish because we Googled it, and apparently it's like a territorial thing. Like, this is mine. Okay, and it's also wet. Now. Yeah, it's also wet. Now. <laughs> yeah. So now we got to um, take it away from her and put it in the yeah. garage and let it dry out. <laughs> Thank God for Google, because we wouldn't know how to do anything. I had a friend recently. Um, I had a, you know, because we're all connected through Zoom. I had a, I had a friend post something. He private messaged me. It's like, oh uh he has a dog named roxy and it's like well <laughs> roxy met a uh, porcupine and I, he's like um animals are crazy and expensive sometimes and oh yeah you know but it's just i, I couldn't see myself not having taco like <laughs> did but, you guys uh, name him taco or is he called taco when you got him oh man it was it's so funny because um people it's like oh paul you're so quirky you're so weird um it was it, it's funny it's like so it's crazy. like your cat taco yeah it's like people think i name my cat taco because i i i'm like sort of like weird and quirky quirky mm. but the the damn animal rescue named him taco because he farts <laughs> what oh my god when we first got taco the medication he was on because he got fixed he would just walk by you, and I was like, Rebecca, what died in here? Oh, my God. Taco, you pick him up. You know, he doesn't do it so much anymore, but it's just like every once in a while. So what is it about uh, stinky farts that make you want to jump out the window uh, that reminded them of the word taco? <laughs> I what, taco farts? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I guess. I guess so. I honestly don't know because – I honestly was gonna. I honestly was gonna let Rebecca name him. Um, I was just. Yeah. I wanted to name him something like you know, maybe like a a a, a normal name, like Stephen. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe it's like oh, then you're that guy who names your cat after people, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, does he have it's a, a great name for a cat, though. I'll I'll give you that. Especially for a girl cat. Yeah. Does Taco have a full name, or is it just Taco? 
And it's so funny because on his vet paperwork, his name is Taco Wilk because Wilk is my fiance's last name. And I was like, can we get a change to Taco hyphen Kilmer Wilk? <laughs> I don't want my cat to be hyphen. It should be Wilkmer. <laughs> oh my God. That is the funniest thing. Yep, it's Wolfmer now. Okay. Uh, Gizmo's full name is uh, Gizmo Kaka Nacho. <laughs> yeah, I remember you told me a story from the Gremlins. Yeah. I think that's Gizmo Kaka. That's yeah. why we call her Gizmo Kaka. And uh, what I call her on a daily basis is Kaka Baby. I heard it. You can eat Rebecca. Oh, I thought it was talking. Sorry. Am I keeping you from dinner, Paul? No, no. It, um, but uh, I hope that was not a cannibal that entered your room when you said you could eat Rebecca. Are you okay, Rebecca? <laughs> no. Um, okay. But no, yeah. Um, it's so funny because it's like um, the first time he got sick, we were so worried. Um, that we did something wrong <laughs> that we um he's like oh i'm afraid we we i says we got to take him to the vet it's like what if they think we're abused he's fine he has a hairball oh he, you know what it's really scary when they get hairballs especially if you're not used to it because they sound yeah. like they're like choking to death yeah yeah and it's it, so it's, it's so funny because taco ate some christmas tinsel off the christmas tree oh wow and Rebecca had to pull it out. Oh, I know. But I guess it's better because like, it can mess up his intestines. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I, I love Rebecca. She took one for the team that day because I, I can handle a lot of things, but she was like, it was like a bad magic trick, like it was. <laughs> <laughs> Because it, because it was like we didn't know what it was, and then we were like, "Oh, the Christmas tree! We can't have anything." <laughs> Paul, this is going to be a very personal question. Did he have people yeah. hanging out of his butt? Oh, he did. Yeah. He oh did. my goodness! Wow. Don't tell him though. I won't tell him that you told me that on a podcast yeah. in front of a million people. Oh, you mean our two followers? Yeah, <laughs> the two that, I, that make a million. We'll get, we'll, get, we'll get a million soon, Paul. It just has to, we have to get momentum. It has to get time, you know? <laughs> the two Pretty of them are cousin Birdo. Those are two perfect. We'll be doing live podcasts at Sold Out Comedy Clubs. Yeah. Like, uh, like Kevin Smith. I want cousin Birdo to be our two followers. <laughs> he offered me a spot tonight on the show. That's awesome. Are you going to yeah. do it? Well, he has to fly me out to San Antonio and buy me a hotel room and give me some food, but so it's probably not going to happen. He'll, he'll get it. it. He likes you. The show started an hour ago, so. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is True Blues on it? Probably. <laughs> Mr. That's True Blues. Uh, we were going to record an episode of uh, the Chino Bruno and Sam show yesterday, but... Uh, uh, Chino could not get a proper internet connection going, so we did not. <laughs> We're gonna try again next week. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, not for you guys, but you know, um, it's cool that we're trying. We ended up doing a Zoom hangout. I think you were there. So you just you found Gizmo in a tree. 
Yeah, so she, so, uh, so Athena, so when we first moved here, I wasn't like, technically living here. Yeah. Because um, I worked in San Jose, I worked graveyard, and I don't drive. So it'd be really hard for me to get back and forth. And so I was staying at my grandma's house. And so I was only here for the weekends, for Sunday, Monday. And so um, Athena came home from work on, on Tuesday, because I would go home on Tuesday mornings when she would go to work. And so she came home Tuesday night, and it was her week started without me. She was vacuuming, and she heard a, a, a cat crying over the vacuum. And so she went outside, and Gizmo was in the bush. And she was about four weeks old, and she was just skin and bones. And she, she probably would have died in the next day or so um, if Athena hadn't found her. She was, like, crying like it was her last effort to, like, live. And Athena brought her in, gave her some tuna. Uh, we thought she was a boy. Athena's like, oh, we found a cat. And he, 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 he. And, you know, she kept saying the word he about the cat. And so we took him, quote unquote, uh, to the vet the next day. Well, I didn't take him, but he was taken to the vet the next day. And uh, the vet said, well, we're full, but we can go ahead and euthanize. Oh, no. And so then we got the cat back home. And we're like, all right, well, let's figure out what to do with this cat. And here we are, almost four years later. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I'm sure I told you this before, but I really haven't told the listeners, the two listeners. Uh, we thought Gizmo was a boy for so long. Um, we named him. We named her Gizmo because we thought it was a boy. Uh, the two reasons were: uh, I said um, his his uh, no. Uh, she sent me a video of, of Gizmo eating tuna for the first time, and she was so hungry. She was like, nom, 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 while she was eating. And so I'm like, oh, man, she sounds like Gizmo. Or he. He sounds like Gizmo. And then Athena said, he has big ears like Gizmo. And I was like, oh, I just thought the same thing, but about a different reason. So that's why we called him, her, Gizmo. <laughs> we called him he. Every time he said good boy, he would, she would bite us. <laughs> she knew. She knew. And um, we, took her, we took him to the vet to get fixed. And then they called me about an hour later. And I answered <laughs> my phone. And they're like, uh, we couldn't find any testicles. And I'm like, oh, so it's done? You guys are finished? <laughs> and they're like, Gizmo is a girl. <laughs> Let We're me just say that, yeah, I did think that Gizmo was a boy, but we took them to that same vet two or three times. Yeah, we took and her. And they never said anything. We took her to the vet uh, to get the shots and things like that. And they never checked to see what sex the animal was. They just believed me. I put boy, I put male, I put male, and they just believed me. And so I always like to say, well, I'm glad I didn't say that she was a kangaroo. Yeah, because <laughs> she is. Um, no, she's not. <laughs> they just but, believe uh, me. I don't know why. But it, I think that's funny because, um, you know, it just goes to show you people lie on paperwork all the time. Yeah, so why believe <laughs> it? You know, why just believe it? Um, does Taco like bite you guys or anything, or is he pretty chill? He's actually pretty chill. Gizmo bites us all. Um, he's not really. Um, he's not really. Um, he doesn't really bite. That's good. Yeah, like before, you know, before the pandemic, we have people over, and Gizmo's like, "Oh, I'm the sweetest cat in the world. Look how sweet and cute I am." And then as soon as our company would leave, she started biting us. You believe it? Yeah, yeah. So, what's been going on with you, Paul? Besides all your gigs, you have a 
You have a personal life? Probably not, right? Because everything's still kind of like weird. We're kind of a weird place right now still. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's really difficult because like I have parents calling me up and they're like, well, my favorite, <laughs> I have parents calling me up and they want to book me for shows, but they're not sure how to go about booking. They're like, well, do you come out and perform magic shows at my house? And I'm like, I can, <laughs> you know, uh, but that's a decision that your guys are going to have to do. So right. if you want me to, you know, and they're like, well, you know, my, that's, that's my favorite. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, well, I'll take you through the stop, pro, uh, the steps to booking me. Uh, when's your, when's the uh, date for your event? I will see if I'm available and <laughs> we'll go from there. Hell yeah. What's the, what's the most fun you've ever had at a gig? Oh, well, you know, honestly, that's kind of like a weird trick question because I have fun at all my gigs. Like I don't, there hasn't been a gig that, um, there hasn't been a gig that I didn't, it's, I try to tell people, it's just like, it's never awkward for me. It's awkward for the parents because that's the bad, like if anything happens at a birthday party, it's, it happens to the parents. Yeah, it's true. And, um, I mean, I mean, if something awkward does ha happen, like at the end of the show, you just leave anyway. Yeah. And, uh, I told, I was telling Rebecca the other day, uh, I'll just, here's an example. I was doing a four-year-old, uh, a unicorn party. And the mom accidentally filled the little cards out and she put the wrong date down. And I was the only person who showed up to this little girl's party. Wow. And I had to do a magic show for um, the family. One kid. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, that was interesting and the next everybody came to the everybody did show up the following week oh dang and the, the date that was wrong yeah. they showed up on the wrong date so that was that was uh crazy that one was the little the little girl was uh you know thankfully young enough that it didn't affect her that much she got her big balloon animal. She got her, she got, um, she got her big balloon animal. She, you know, and it's like, it's like, she actually got two birthday parties out of it. Did she get you at both birthday parties or just the first one? No, no, no. That, they would, that would have, I would have charged them for two. Right. Parties. Absolutely. And she was like, I just want to thank you for coming out. Um, this is very embarrassing. And I was like, being the parent of a birthday kid is no joke. It is the most stressful thing ever. Um, I've been, I've done well over 400 children's birthday parties and the most wow. stressed out people are the, the, the parents. I can't wait until you do 
a birthday, a kid's birthday show, and the parent is a kid. The parent was a kid you did a show for like years ago. Uh, it, it, it'll happen. That'll happen. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, I want the same magician that I had at my birthday party to be at my son's birthday party. Are you uh doing a trick there, Paul? Or you just no, no. I'm just, I'm just messing around. It's not a trick. Okay. I was like, no. you can make the whole scarf disappear. No, no, God, not, not, not with this one. This one doesn't disappear. Hmm, that's good. But you're Paul. You can make anything disappear. Yeah, uh, I would like to think that. Um, but. For my next trick, I'm gonna make my student loan debt disappear. Dude, if I could do that, I would be <laughs> the most popular magician in the world. You would be the most popular magician in the world. You might be though. <laughs> um, <laughs> hell yeah. So, what do you have? Do you have anything coming up going on in the future? Um, I in Connecticut, I'm doing an in-person open mic. Um, on Sunday. Uh. Uh, because I'm streaming off my phone, I can't look at the. That's okay. That's cool, though. Are you excited about that? It is. Like I said, I, I, I'm performing in places that I've never performed before. Yeah. And I'm just making. Um, uh, I'm just making friends, uh, making uh, connections with people that. You know, because I'm pushing myself and I'm going out there, you know, I'm doing, um, I'm doing, uh, uh, I'm basically just going out there doing the best I can and, you know. That's all you can do. And the best uh, you can do is really good because you're an amazing magician comedian. Oh, you say that to all magician comedians. You're might, making me might, might say that's all magician comedians. Hey, so tell me about a time when uh, you had a gig and you thought it was going to go disastrous, but it worked out well. Do you have a time? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up. I have a theory, um, and it actually kind of applies to um, it. Kind of applies to. Um, comedy as well um uh so i uh the the people you don't think are gonna book you are the ones that end up booking you the people who come up to you and ask you for your um uh the people who come up to you and ask you for your um business card and stuff like that they wrote rarely ever book oh my god you're the best magician i've ever seen it's the people who are just sitting there with their arms crossed, looking at you like they hate your soul. They, <laughs> they hate you. Those are the ones that book you. I don't know why. It's like maybe oh, they're yeah. in more like they're more like in awe of you. No, it's because no. they're there with their kids and they're annoyed. <laughs> that too, I guess. Um. And uh, it's one of those things that uh, um, it's, you know, just one of those things that uh, happens uh, just, uh, I don't know. 
I'm losing focus. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Any stories that you uh, are on your mind that you want to tell? Uh, not particularly. Uh, I just been actually kind of working at the movie theaters until my magic shows pop up. I don't really, um, uh, I don't really, I, I wish I had some cool stories for you. You know what would be really cool is if you like did magic at the movie theater. Like if you like had an empty theater and you like set up a table and did magic. Maybe. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know if you can do it. If they probably won't let you because standards and practices, but <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that'd be super cool. I'm glad that you're getting out there, man. I'm glad you're doing a lot of yeah. cool stuff. Uh, you're going to a lot of places you've never been before. You're meeting a lot of new people. Um, the Zoom really like helped you out. It helped a lot of us out. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really glad that you're doing that. I'm really happy for you, Paul. You deserve it. Oh. I know, I know. I said, oh, magician comedians. I do. I hope yeah, not, because I feel bad. I do, Paul. Okay. Every magician comedian I know named Paul, I always say that. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Keep it how up. Many, how many Paul magician comedians can there be? I, I I don't know, and now I'm having anxiety because now I'm thinking if how many there really are. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably only one. All right, Paul. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's uh, let's yeah. plug some social media. What you got? Uh, you can find me at, at Paul Kilmer. Uh, that'll bring you to my Facebook. And that's pretty much where you can get a hold of me. Hell yeah. Book Paul. Uh, contact him via Facebook, you guys. You can follow yeah. me on social media at Funky Sam Medina across the board. Everything I do is at Funky Sam Medina. And then uh, at Hypothetical Comedy as well. <laughs> 